The future of radio is now. Seattle Wave Radio. This is Raymond Hayden of Grieve the Astronaut, and you are listening to the one and only Seattle Wave Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7-365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join up. Let's get this show started. Hey, thanks for listening in today. And if you are looking for the latest Northwest made music, look no further than the power pop rock band Strangely Alright. And joining right now is singer songwriter and local legend from Strangely Alright, Regan Lane. So thanks, Regan, for joining me. Thank you, Lori, for having me. I really appreciate it. Listen, you have a a song that dropped today, right? Um, I See the Sun. We're going to play that a little Uh bit later in the show. Absolutely. Yeah, it was written about uh, my, my kids inspire me. And uh, I've got a six year old and uh, it, it's just about those things that six year olds have that uh, belief that they can do anything. And uh, it kind of ties into what happens to adults, at least to me at certain points in my life that uh, I kind of forgot about what it was like to dream and be who I'm supposed to be. And uh, I see that those kind of things in my kids. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that, that. That's a great thing of seeing through the eyes of a child, and and when we're lucky enough to kind of tap into that throughout our life, it's it's you know it's, it's a real blessing to be able to do that. I listened to the song when you sent it over yesterday. I had it in my head all night long. I've, I've been like so one of those really catchy things that stays with you, and. In fact, to the point I was laying in bed last night and it was still kind of, I'm like, I cannot keep thinking about this song. I got to like switch gears or I'm never going to get to sleep tonight. Oh, well, cool. Thank you very much. I mean, that's the hope, you know, that uh, you write things that are catchy and hooky, but uh, maybe have a little bit of meaning at least without being too pretentious and preachy. So I'm glad that you like it. That's really cool. Thank you. Now you've been no stranger to the music community for, for many years. You've been prominent in the Northwest music scene for about over 30 years now. Yeah. How, yeah. how has your style changed with, with the music scene or, or, or has it, because there has been a lot of changes in the, especially the Northwest music scene over the past 30 years. Well, yeah, you know, when, when I started, I was in a band called baby knockers and we, we loved the Ramones and the talking heads and a lot of the punk stuff. And that's what wasn't happening at the time. And, uh, so, uh, that was always, you know, pop, the Beatles, the Kinks, but also kind of the edgy rock stuff with, with uh, Ramones, uh, heck, the New York Dolls, uh, early Stone stuff, whatever. Um, but through the course of things, I guess just like anyone, for me, in the 80s, I got lost in the 80s. And, and not only in, in the fact that, you know, that cocaine wasn't addictive <laughs> and things like that, I just got lost. And, and, uh, you know, I had poofy hair and I, you know, you know, pretended I was in Flocka and that was everything that I wasn't. And, uh, for me personally, when I got into recovery in 2001, I went back to being who I am and I'm comfortable with that. And I write pop songs, you know, I write things that 
I'm influenced by, you know, Cheat Trick, Weezer, John Lennon, that, that style of stuff. So, um, I guess just like anything, it's kind of, uh, it, it, it ebbs and flows. And for me, I kind of lost myself for a while. But today, I'm real comfortable with, with the style of music and the things that I like. Yeah, and obviously, I listen to songwriting and things on the radio, Taylor Swift, whatever. You know, there's some great songs out there. But in the end, you can only be who you are. So, anyway. Well, you talked a minute there about, about being in, in recovery. And the mm-hmm. music business is kind of a, a tough place to be for anybody really who has any type of um tendency towards addiction where it be uh, alcohol sure. or drugs or or whatever and ha- yeah. how do you guys balance that and, and still you know stay connected well, well, the, to the business well, well the thing is is what happened was when when i decided after my daughter was born and the six-year-old sophia um i decided okay i'm gonna play again i really this is really part of who i am and the people that are within the band know my deal, but three of the members of Strangely All Right are in recovery. And uh, so that makes it easy. And it's just like anything you learn as, as you go on that journey of being clean and sober, that as long as you've got a reason to be places, you know, um, and you're around people that are like-minded, uh, the, those situations, uh, it, it becomes... Uh, a little bit easier to deal with, but the simple reality is, is the, <laughs> the, the the idea of recovery. It, it's simple. It's life fatal disease, and that if I pick up or use one time, um, that can be the beginning of the end. And you know, it, it, people go, "Oh, that's just so dramatic and all that." But simple reality is, is people die every day from that stuff. And uh, if I really believe in my family and the people around me. Uh, I, I've learned that I can't pick up that first drink or drug. Well, it helps to have a support network, like what you said, just to having members in the band who are like-minded. Um, because show business is, you know, there's a lot of partying that, that goes on with that. And, of course, I'm, I'm sure it happens in, in other businesses as well, just this is where we're kind of connected to. So, you know, a lot of things happen. You have to perform in bars or, or you meet you mm-hmm. uh, guests in bars or you know it, it, a lot of things happen around the that that scene and, and and so if you're not kind of a lone wolf then when you have other members of the band who are kind of in the same position as you absolutely and and then the other thing is too is, is as you grow up i mean what what happens is like when when i was young in my teens and early 20s um having a drink or doing a, a bump of cocaine or whatever the nonsense was i was involved with it seemed fun and then when it stopped being fun and I gave away the house and the kids and my job and all of that stuff, and I had to get clean and sober, I had to take a look at myself, and I found out the problem was me and that I had a problem about not thinking I was enough. And those those things, chemicals, alcohol, made me feel like I was okay. And I had to learn to live without that stuff. And I found out, you know, in the big picture that Regan is all right. And uh, it, uh, that's what the 12 steps are about. So, um, yeah, it, well, it's a cool thing. And you've proven that, that you can still be creative and be sober. 
Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, because not only do you have, we're going to play Come On a little later too, uh, another one of your songs that, that you've recently uh, put out. and uh, uh-huh. But you, you have a, a very popular YouTube channel. You interview people all over the area and uh, you've really know everybody just about. You've been able to watch kind of this up and down within the Seattle music community over the past mm-hmm you know, several years of people making it and then returning home or, or going off. And well, what's that kind of been like? I, I bet well, you could you write know, a book, Regan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and, I, and uh, that, that's nice. I, I probably could. But you know what? Strange, strange they all write. The TV show that, that Ray Hayden and I do and Brian Parker, my buddy, he directs it. Um, the whole idea of all this stuff is about there's these stories that the news and the world is so filled up with, with hatred and, and, and how angry and loud and noisy hate is. And there's all these little quiet stories about people doing things for other people. And, and the power of love is, is pretty crazy, but it's always so quiet. So Strangely All Right TV first off was a thing like, hey, we're going to tell these groovy stories about people doing stuff that you may not know about. And uh, and the idea of success isn't always the monetary on the outside, shiny car, nice clothes kind of success. It's that thing where people feel good about what they're doing. Um, you know, not to get all religious-y, but, it, but it's just the Jesus thing. It's, it's like, you know, helping others and doing unto others, you know, just trying to help other human beings. And, uh, and then also on the other side of it, strangely all right, the band, I mean, it ended up being, I was like, well, I can be whoever I want to be. And that's the little, you know, if there's a message inside the silliness that we do, and it's just guys playing music, it's fun, but is that you can be whoever you want to be, and, uh, but you have to step out and do the work. And uh, so that's what that's about. I mean, I'm just so grateful that I've got all these cool people, you know, uh, around me that, that support what I do and my, my goofy ideas. And I, in turn, support their ideas. We've got some really talented people. Uh, involved in Strangely All Right TV and in the band Strangely All Right. Uh, Sean Van Domlin is in Sleepy Pilot. He's, he's a singer-songwriter. Obviously, you know Raymond Hayden. He's got Maurice the Fish Records. I've got all these just amazing, supportive, cool people that uh, help me do the things that I love to do. What, what would you say is kind of the status of Seattle music right now? Where are we at? Uh, you know what? Uh, that's interesting because people always, uh, I don't know, uh, people like to rewrite history. And, and what I mean by that is, like, for example, like Nirvana was easily the most influential band of in the 90s and maybe the last 30 years. But anybody that's been around Tacoma knows that Cobain stayed in some places and people hated Nirvana. You know, before they got a deal, they were a noisy band at empty clubs. I right. mean, just it's just the truth. It's a fact. So the point being to that, yeah, is there a scene? Well, probably not in terms of that. There's not a bunch of people hanging out. You know, there was only like three or four really major bands that came out of that 90s thing. But there are bands that I love from our area that I like. Now, for example, there's the Fame Riot. If anybody gets to look them up, they're they're a great man that's kind of got an 80s tinge to it and uh, almost a Bowie-esque, great songwriting. Uh, 
who else is there? Uh, ben Union's really... brothers, right? Our fame, Ryan. Ben, ben yeah, Union's brothers. Ben, ben <laughs> Union is another, uh, yeah, just great songwriter. Uh, obviously, Wands is doing some stuff now that he's uh, broke off from the Macklemore Ryan Lewis thing, uh, doing some great songs. Uh, who else is there? There's a couple other bands I was just thinking on my way. Sweet Kiss Mama just got mm-hmm. back from a tour in Europe. Um, there, so there's bands that are doing cool things, uh, you know, uh, God, the approach, the approach, uh, does some really neat stuff. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, for quote unquote, a scene, but I guess the time and the place in, in, in for all of us right now is just different and it's kind of a little more disconnected, but there's still bands that I support even from different genres that I like. Um, Jessica Lynn's another one. Great country songwriter. I mean, I don't do country, but I mean, stuff's good. There's lots of good local stuff. As for an actual scene like the quote-unquote grunge scene, nah, I don't see that as much, but I do see a lot of very talented people pursuing their dreams. Mm-hmm. And there's so much talent in Seattle, and I'm going to talk about the uh, fish food benefit uh, a little later with one of your bandmates, um, Raymond Hayden, but uh, I want to touch on it just a little bit um, with you because you talked mm-hmm. about your daughter. And what I really love about the show, it's an all-ages show, and sure, you, sure. you guys are kind of know of the parents at Rock, so th- this is a very <laughs> inclusive way to get the family on. It's on Father's Day, I think, as well. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, Ray included us in this last year. And one of the things of, of being in Strangely All Right was giving back when we can. We've done some benefit shows for our, our recovery programs of choice. And we, we've done some things to help out uh, on safe streets kind of stuff. But this thing, it's just a way to give back. You know, you get you get these gifts. I mean, and... They can be big or small, depending on how you look at it. But for me, I, I have a roof over my head. My wife loves me. My kids are healthy. They, they, you know, I, I'm working with these great musicians. And I get an opportunity just by doing what I do that people will come and bring food and money to help people that have less than we do. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that if you can do that. Um, it, it's something that I was taught that you can't, you can't keep it if you don't give it away. So. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad that Ray includes us in this thing, and uh, it's it's really really uh, good for the community and good for me as a human being to be involved in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked a little bit there about um, I see the sun, and you're probably going to be playing that at the benefit, so people can come out yeah. and, and and hear you play that live. And the other song that you sent over um, was Come On, and you want to tell us a little bit about that? Are, are you going to be playing that at the benefit as well? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. we'll be playing Come On. Come On is uh, like my vague, uh, you know, the idea that, because well, lyrics for me are kind of like, they're kind of like voodoo. They kind of come out of the sky, and I write these things down. I go, oh, well, that, that means this. But in the end, Come On is about the simple idea that the we of us as, as human beings and stuff is stronger than me by myself. It's something that I learned left to my own devices a lot of times. I can make bad decisions or... You know, I can't do things by myself. And the idea of come on is to, you know, is is both us reaching out our hands to help people, but also sometimes reaching out our hands to have other people help us. Um, So that's what it's about. And in the end, it's just also a happy rock song. Mm 
you know. <laughs> and are are all these available on iTunes? I know I I purchased some music on Amazon from the band, and so yeah. I I know personally it's available on Amazon, and it's also available on iTunes. Absolutely, it's on iTunes. You just put it iTunes. Strangely, all right, we come up. Uh, you know, uh, our our first CD that we did is there, and also the last two singles. And the plan is to continue doing. Uh, we're going to do a video for I See the Sun next month, and then we'll have uh, another single come out in July called Sunny Days, obviously about summertime. And uh, we're going to do that every couple months, and it's uh, it's uh, exciting to do that, but it's also kind of puts a little pressure on us to put new material out, and. Uh, the reason we're doing it is we've seen bands put out full-length CDs, and that's great. But what happens in the local market is you can do that, and a month or a month and a half later, you're kind of out of the loop again. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're progressing and growing. And also that makes it so that if we do write something new and we go in the studio, we can knock it out and have it out in a couple months. So um, just something different, trying trying to help ourselves grow and to kind of stretch the boundaries of what we can do here as an indie band in Seattle, Tacoma. You know, that's interesting that, that you, that you would say that about uh, making a, a, a shorter album, because there's been a lot of debate about the EPs versus singles versus LPs that, you know, people from my generation are, are kind of more used to, but I, I really see that, that you, you really gave me an epiphany there when you said that you know, when you're making the music in kind of smaller batches, you're staying in the loop, you're kind of connected, you're not hidden away um, in a studio or in, in a mm -hmm. basement somewhere writing and, and kind of being out of touch. And, and, and that actually makes total sense to me. And I really had not thought of it until you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, and, and it's exactly that it's about being in the moment that, mm -hmm. you know, things that can happen if we set these goals, for example, like, you know, if we get towards September and somebody goes, Hey, we wrote this Christmas song. We can go for it and get it out at Christmas time, as opposed to oh well, we got to put it on the album and that won't be till next year and blah blah blah. And so it, it it's just so cool to be in the moment with things like that because I've never done it this way before. I'm all, like you said from my generation, it was albums. You know, mm -hmm. we'll get ten songs together and then we'll put it out and all that. But um, trying to break that mold is is, is interesting for me but and it's it's kind of challenging for sure absolutely well people can stay up with you like we talked about earlier on your strangely all right youtube channel you're also on facebook uh, you guys do uh -huh. all the social media we have all of your links up uh, we talk all the time about supporting the artists and how you do that is go out to the shows and buy the music and share 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 not share the music, buy the music. It only costs 99 cents for Pete's sake. Share, share, share the information. <laughs> share the links. Yeah. Share how to buy. Share where they're at. And, and and that's how music and musicians stay alive. And I really appreciate you coming on, Regan, because I've been dying to talk to you for so long. This is oh, long man, overdue, this interview. And I want to <laughs> have you back on again. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was super awesome. I so appreciate what you do. And it was cool talking to you, too. Thank you. I would love to come back on. That would be awesome. Well, we will definitely, we will definitely plan that after the summer. I'll, I'll check back and, and see how things went. I'm going to play um, I See the Sun right now. And you want to just set it up for us one more time? Sure. It's just uh, this song is based on the inspiration that I get from my daughter, Sophia. And... Uh, 
that's it in simplest terms. I hope everybody likes it.
I just like I told Regan, I had that song stuck in my head all day long yesterday, all night long. I had to switch gears in my brain last night just to get to sleep. Now all of you can have it in your brain. And we have Raymond Hayden on, and he's also in Strangely All Right. He's also one of the owners of Maurice of Fish Records. And so you, we're going to talk to Raymond. And Regan was just on. He said to tell you he said good things about you. And, of course, I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything bad to say about you. <laughs> So welcome, Raymond, for coming on. <laughs> We've all got skeletons in our closet. That's true. We won't even rattle that closet. No, no, no. <laughs> so no, it's great to be. Well, one of the things that we talked about just we we touched on just a little with Regan when he was on was was how musicians are giving back. And you're really spearheading a lot of that that's going on here in Seattle and and the Northwest. And and you have the 8th Annual Fish Food Benefit Concert coming up. And that's going to be on June 21st at Louis G's. And that's on Father's Day. That is on Father's Day. You know, there's so many things going on all the time. We try not to do things on Mother's Day and Father's Day, but there's honestly, there's some like we talked off air about how much music, you know, how much music is going on in the Pacific Northwest. There are there are so many great shows, so other fundraisers, and so we did. We chose Father's Day um, to do to do two things: help feed the hungry in Pierce County, and also celebrate the fathers. Because if we did it any other weekend, we would have been um, we would have been interfering with other fundraisers. Well, it's an all ages show, which is great. So. You don't have to, if you're a father, you don't have to leave your children. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, we're going to, the thing is, we've got a great staff. We've been doing this now for eight years. We've got a great staff, you know, graphic designers, photographers, uh, musicians, whatever. And so it's going to be fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically from four to seven, so three hours, it's a long time. But, uh, you know, we're going to have a VIP table. We're going to have limo rides, you know, people who donate a certain amount of money, if they want to be picked up you know, by a Suburban and drove in to and from the, the concert. We're going to have raffles, 50-50, auctions, silent auctions. We're going to have games. We're going to have, a you know, a backdrop and photo booth so dads and sons and dads and daughters, whatever, can take pictures. And, uh, yeah, we're getting face painting. And then the lineup is great, too. I don't know if you've seen the lineup yet. but uh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm actually a fan of every one of these people on, on the bill. It's absolutely, for me personally, it's like almost my – my dream sheet just about i mean there, there's some people <laughs> left off but i mean every one of those kim archer fantastic i mean kim puts on one of the best shows she's a performer all the way she she just brings it same with ben union i mean i mean you just never know what ben's gonna do he's kind of a crazy man he is a crazy man and you know i mean he does you know this, a lot of people have just seen him with his band which is the full thing you know the full blown up rock show with lights and sunglasses and fur and whatever but uh, you know you get him down just doing the solo thing and he, he it's a different side of him but it's still cool it's still pop and a little bit of edge and you know and he's i know he's been coming alive a lot cuz he's been playing he's been doing you know that program with gigs for you at the airport as well so he's been really refining the solo show as well which I'm really proud of that that um, project that's going on. When you come into SeaTac, um, and we have a lot of people who travel and and listen to the show from really all over, not only the country but all over the world. And and that's one thing that that Seattle's been able to do is highlight Seattle music in the airport. A brilliant idea. Sorry about that. I was having a, a, a coughing fit there. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, <laughs> what what a what a wonderful way to welcome people to. I mean, you know. I know the music hubs are, you know, New York and San Francisco, or not San Francisco, New York and L.A. and, and Nashville. And I know Nashville is one of the big ones. But, you know, um, Austin and Seattle um, are definitely on the rise. And, and, you know, 
what what a great way to reflect that, you know, and amplify that when people come in, you know, they're not just hearing about it. I mean, bam, you got, you know, you got Ben Union, you got, you know, Champagne Sunday, you got Jessica Lynn, you got Nolan Garrett. I mean, just the whole spectrum. I think they have like 40 or 50 musicians that, that circulate throughout that whole thing. Well, I mean, what a what a great way to show what we got here. Absolutely, absolutely. And the Fame Riot, Ben Union's brothers, are are they closing the show at the um, Fish Food Benefit? They are. They are. I mean, we uh, uh, we they're going to be. Matter of fact, they're going to go on right after Strange Yell Right. And uh, you know, and when I put these bills together um, for whether it's a regular show or a fundraiser, I always try to think of a way to kind of you know kind of build it up. And um, so, you know, the, uh, the, every act on the show is just going to do nothing but just keep building and building and building. And, you know, towards the very end, we're going to have uh, Paul Sattel and the Brotherhood of Soul, which is, I mean, he's got he's got uh, guys in that band that played with Oscar Peterson and Kenny G and Dave Sanborn and then Strange All Right. Obviously, you just showed us some love in your program. And mm-hmm. then uh, Liz Scarlett and um, and Shazam are going to, gonna, they're going to close out the night. And I thought, you know, there's, a, there's another thing about that is, you know, sometimes a three-hour concert can be a long time. So, you know, we want to keep the most exciting band for the last so people will stay. Well, if you are in Seattle and you're wondering what we're listening to in Seattle, this is really a a, a good collection of some of the best that we have to showcase. Um, and a lot of times, Seattle's kind of so spread out in our music scene. I've talked about this before. It's kind of not like Nashville, where you can just go to a music row and you can just go from bar to bar to bar and 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 sample everything that Nashville has to offer. Seattle's very spread out, so to have all of these um, different sounds under one roof and really. I mean, the, these are bands that we know in the Seattle music scene, and they, they, these aren't names that are obscure. These are who you know names that we're putting out there, and so to have them under one roof, it's really a I, I think not only a great benefit for it's your eighth year doing this now, but also just really great for Seattle music in general. Absolutely, I agree with you, and I, and I appreciate you showing us so much love. I mean, it's you know, it's at the end of the day, um, there's so many great bands as you know i mean gosh i mean i we could talk two hours just on talking about the bands um but you know when i put this together I want, you know i wanted to have a good variety and um and these bands let me tell you what um half of these bands if not more of them probably 75 percent of them are are playing all the time and get asked to do fundraisers all the time i mean you could make a living well not a living but you could you could fill your whole <laughs> schedule up <laughs> you know where i was going with that you could fill your whole <laughs> schedule up with, with, with fundraisers. And these guys, the fact that they chose um, to do ours is great. I mean, because there's something that, you know, you, you, you know, when you talk about how great the music scene is and, and, and how all the artists are great, the thing that a lot of people don't realize, uh, you know, I know you do, present company excluded here, but behind the scenes, these artists actually really care about the community and going out and supporting each other um, and doing shows and doing shows for each other and, and coming out when they're not playing shows and watching them and giving advice. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the, the artists in this area, uh, truly give back, um, to the other artists. And the same goes for what you're doing and what the Outer Wave Radio is doing and, and, and the other, you know, uh, media in this area. Um, you guys are showing so much love, which helps elevate us all. So it's a beautiful thing. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the thing I've really noticed about Seattle musicians, and I don't know if it's just a Pacific Northwest 
thing. Um, but in general, and I've been around some crazy music scenes in, in my lifetime, especially the LA yeah. music scene when I was a lot younger. <laughs> it's a whole nother show oh, for nighttime. Um, but the right, super, right. <laughs> super approachable people. Um, I've really never run into it. I mean, I'm really scouring my brain right now, but I have never run into anyone that, that I can think of that hasn't just been friendly and appreciative. And, and it's, it's not just because, you know, I have this, you know, little show that, you know, that the, we, we put people on. I mean, really, I mean, when I haven't known people and I've introduced myself or, or just been there just as a fan, how approachable they are and how thankful and grateful that they are that people have come out and are supporting and are tweeting and are, and are, and are sharing that information on social media. It's I've, I've never experienced that on, on such a large scale. I mean, you know, in, in LA and I really can't speak to for Nashville, but, but I know in LA it was kind of a hit and miss type of thing, but here, I mean, it's really universal just uh, across the board. People just are genuinely happy when people come out and, and support them. Oh yeah, no, and it and it's definitely genuine. I mean, it's uh, it's hard. I mean, times have been tough over the last five, six, seven years to get people to come out and spend their hard-earned money. It's happening again, but you really have to have to do it. And a lot of the artists are starting to get it. I mean, you can't just you know you're you're you know you're bragging about all these bands. Bands work hard. They got to put a lot into their writing and their recording and 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 the show they do. And uh, so when people come out and actually do it, I mean, it's basically. It get, it's it's what keeps motivating us to keep going back. It's like it's like you know, use the example of golf, right? Why does someone go back and play golf over and over again, even when their game sucks? It's to get that one good shot in. The really good artists, you know, whether it's you know uh, bands that are on our lineup or other bands like Cody Beebe and the Crooks or Sweet Kiss Mama, these other bands out there as well. As I tell you, it's one fan at a time. Mm-hmm. And so well, when you get ten, it's even better. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have I, I I'm old enough now that that I seen just about everybody that there is that's noteworthy to have seen in concerts you know I had a long and lustrous you know uh uh life as as a concert goer and I have seen some and I've talked about this before so um but just just to be redundant for everyone who has listened to me many times I have seen some of the best shows that are on par with some of the best shows I've seen in my life right here in in Seattle I have seen some things that have just knocked my socks off that if I would have paid a hundred dollars at Dodger Stadium I would not have been any more impressed or many or any more happy than I was that night seeing it probably for free or five dollars or something right downtown Seattle. And I mean, that happens night after night after night after night. Rarely have I ever gone out and, and, and walked away and thought, eh, you know, it was kind of a waste of time. Hardly. I, I really can't even remember that, but I, but I can tell you about the times that I have seen shows on par with some of the great concerts really of, of, of all time right here in Seattle. It, it's absolutely amazing. Well, that, uh, that makes me feel good. I mean, to be a part of this, uh, be a part of the crowd, you know, the local music scene. It's, uh, I feel the same way. I mean, there's, you know, there, there's such a, there's such a bar that is set. And, uh, and when I'm not, I'm not talking, and I don't think you're talking either about, you know, like, okay, are they, you know, these, can these musicians play scales a million miles a minute or, or are they the best singers in the world, whatever? No, what this area has is a unique ability for artists of all genres, from Americana, folk, country, rock, the whole thing. Um, but these guys, I mean, everyone really, gets into their own style and uh so you know you know god you know you go out to a club 
you know, whether it's down here in Tacoma, Luigi's, or Dano, or not Dano, but that's the Jasmine, that's Dano Jasmine, or the Swiss, or up in Seattle at the tractor, or whatever, you never know what you're going to get. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not like this cookie cutter music scene, you know, which there are, does exist out there. So I agree with you. We're pretty lucky. <laughs> Uh, we really are, and I'll tell you, if 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 we could just get more of this information out to those coming to Seattle so that when they're here, because I do believe that people coming to Seattle really want to see music shows, and of course, it's easy to see it when we're having a, a festival, which there are a lot of them going on now, but are are you still doing the uh, Mar- Marisa Fish Sunday sessions at Jazz Bones? Uh, we are, we, we have one more coming up on, I believe it's the, let me look at my calendar real quick, on June 7th is the next one, and then we are taking a bit of a break for the summer. The, uh, okay. on June 7th, on, yeah, with, uh, June 7th, where is basically the show is at Jazz Bones in Tacoma, it starts at 5 o'clock. Um, the two bands are going to be uh, actually one of my bands I play in, so I get some promotion here. Um, Raymond Haven, <laughs> the Monsters in the Dark, and we're uh, we're kind of like a, a Toto meets Pink Floyd group. Um, and then uh, uh, Girls Love Rockets um, is second. Oh, and then we're taking yeah. One of the reasons we're taking a, a bit of a break this summer um, is just it's so hard to get people out to shows anyway. And so Sunday seems to be the day that not only does the God say rest, the beer bottle said rest. Because Sundays just don't do very well, <laughs> well during the summer. As a matter of fact, the, um, the band, that band, the uh, Girls of Rockets, um, Pedro from the Bob River Show is the drummer for that group. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. well, what, what I found about uh, Sunday shows, and, and 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 this is how I've always known that I was going to a good Sunday show because it when when I first arrived in in Seattle, um someone had told me they said you know if if you want to know where the good music is just follow the the musicians and just pay attention to where they're going and then you know follow them and it's hard to get musicians to come out especially on their day off which is usually sunday and so when they would turn out on a sunday i would know i was going to a good show because they were coming out for that and and, and i really and it never they never ever steered me wrong on that whenever i followed musicians to a show man it was always fantastic it's like it's like eat where the chef seat you know go where the musicians oh, yeah. go and and listen to what the musicians are listening to and i will tell you they're listening to what you got going on on the eighth annual fish food benefit concert kim archer and ben union and strangely strangely all right and fame right and, and everybody else that you have on that bill is absolutely amazing absolutely amazing well you are i mean thank you i i you know there, there doesn't seem to be enough words to to uh to really surmise how I'm feeling, but I really appreciate it. I, uh, you know, not to get into great detail, but the reason this whole thing started is because, uh, you know, my, when I was younger, my mom, uh, she got divorced when we were about 14 or 15 and, and we had nothing. And, uh, our friends, um, came over and, um, you know, dropped groceries off. And, you know, when you're 15 years old, that's a, there's, there's a lot of pride, that, you know, an ego, <laughs> you know, it's hard to have, see your friends bringing food over to you. And I, uh, over the years, I just promised myself, I said, if I'm ever in a situation, whether I have money or whether I have the ability, resources, I am going to, uh, I'm going to give back um, to, to food. I mean, there's so many causes in the world, but you know, the one of the most essential things we all need besides, you know, a roof over our head, you know, is, is food. And, um, you know, the fish food banks, you know, they distribute food and for every dollar, it's kind of a cool statistic, for every dollar that we raise, they have $8 in buying power. 
So um, pretty powerful and just wow. Wow, there's a lot of hungry people. There's a lot of hungry people out there. Matter of fact, quite frankly, there's a lot of hungry musicians. You know, I mean, musicians are so, you know, so these guys, so these guys, um, and I'm not being coy when I say that it's the truth. I mean, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of cats that I know that, um, have told me over the years, they appreciate what I do and they give back. Um, you know, some, maybe they can't bring money, but I tell you what, this time of year I get flooded with CDs from bands around the area. Flooded. I bet, I bet last year we got 75 CDs, 75 packages with CDs and t-shirts with bands just given back. So it's, it's kind of cool. Amazing. When it just it just shows, you know, artists in general just usually always have a sensitive soul and a and a tender heart, and it just proves it again here over and over again. And and I think that's going to be a great place to be on June twenty first, right there at Louis G's, and listen to all this great music and participating in a in in a great cause. And 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 how better to honor fathers really than you know yep. than 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 give them back? I think I think that's great. I agree with you. Thank you. Well, well I you for- Like I said, your your support's great. Thanks, Lori. No problem. I I really appreciate you coming on. And sometime we need to have you back on so we can talk maybe about some of those, you know, two hours worth of of bands that are people should have their eye on here in Seattle. I would love that. I would love to sit back and get a glass of a, a large glass of Guinness with you. Talk about the music. All right. Well, we'll make it a drinking <laughs> show, and maybe I'll spill some of those secrets about L.A. Uh, but that is for another show. We'll, we'll have Raymond back on, yes. and maybe we'll we'll have a few Guinnesses, and, and we'll, we'll we'll talk some rock and roll and, and Seattle music. Sound good, Raymond? Sounds fantastic, Lori. Thank you very much. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming on.
This is Matthew Meadows, better known to some of you as Rango the Dog. And you're surfing the seas of mojo with Seattle Wave Radio. Catch the wave.